Uh, hello, hi, John Posner here, reporting live. Uh, standing outside of Apple, as you can see. It's complete chaos here, really. There's fire happening, everything is burning down, and the company is, uh, doomed. Uh, we're being told that as, as I, as I speak, right now, Tim Cook is calling his mommy. Want daily tech news in a way that doesn't suck? Of course you do! Hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications so you don't miss the next episode. Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome back to Front Page Tech. Of course, show that gives you all latest tech news from one geek that is me to another that is you. Today we're talking about the top 10 things at CES. Yay, CES! Oh my god, I am just kidding. Don't worry, we know. Every video this week in your subscription feed, you're getting the same video from every other YouTuber that's at CES because they think they have to be there. CES even tried to work something out with my manager to pay me to be there and host Last Gadget Standing or whatever it's called. You can literally not pay me enough to attend that circus. Okay, normal episode of Front Page Tech, here we go. Okay, so let's talk about this brand new leak that we got for the iPhone SE2 for 2020 this year, or the iPhone 9, some people are calling it the iPhone 9, which by the way, if that was the name for this phone, that would be a hilariously terrible marketing move. Let's just hope they don't call it the iPhone 9. Either way, here it is. This is it. Renders courtesy of Steve from OnLeaks. And just as the rumors have been stating for months now, this thing looks a lot like the iPhone 8 design. So no surprise there. Has a 4.7 inch display, touch ID, a single lens camera on the back, which we can assume is from the 10R, an A13 processor, and a frosted glass back. All for, at least what Ming-Chi Kuo claimed a few months ago, will be $399. Now listen, I know, I can already hear you. I can hear your laughs from here. You're probably laughing at how outdated this thing looks. And if you read Forbes at all, then you think this is more bad news for Apple. Yeah, okay, fuck you, Gordon S Smelly. G got him. <laughs> Am I right? But regardless of your opinion about this device, Apple is going to sell millions of these things, or in more precise terms, a frack ton. In fact, I'm gonna go on record right now and say that this real silly outdated phone will most likely outsell the Galaxy S20 or Note device for this year. And while it's certainly nowhere close to the best that companies like Samsung or other competition for Apple has to offer, I mean, it's not even close to what the best of Apple has to offer. But this phone right here, and by the way, I'm not gonna buy one, just wanna make that clear. Uh, this phone though, is going to be a very great lesson for most of you, all the nerds out there, about how the market actually works. I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody's keeping track somewhere, somebody's counting the times that I've said that the market does not need innovation right now. It needs compromise, and that is exactly this. This is what that is. This is the new Apple and it's working. Over Christmas and through New Year's, out of the top 10 most activated devices in the US, nine of them were iPhones, nine. And if you look, the top four right here were all cheaper model iPhones. I mean, it's kind of hard to fail the test when the answers to the test are right in front of you. The market is screaming this, that they don't want or need innovation that they aren't ready for yet. They just want the phone in your pocket, period, 
to be an iPhone. Does not matter which one. I mean, what are the rumors this year? What are the reports saying that like in 2020 alone, we're getting like six, six new iPhones. So this year and last year, we've been seeing a lot of new stuff from Apple, stuff that we're not necessarily used to because this is about them, Apple, littering the market with options. Different phones at different price points for different people who don't have iPhones yet. All so they can get you nice and comfy and locked into all of Apple's new services. The iPhone isn't the end game anymore. Now the iPhone is a vehicle more than anything. You might remember this one. This time last year, Apple had made a revision to their Q1 guidance for 2019 and everyone lost it. It was pretty much unheard of for them to come out and lower expectations and not do as well as they were supposed to and the whole Apple is doomed train took off again. It has been almost exactly one year since those articles. And now, a year later, Apple closed at a record of $300 per share for the first time ever. I've said this before, but not only for the first time ever is Apple willing to take a loss on this hardware charge less for these phones in exchange for market share, like they're trying to get new customers, but now they're able to squeeze way more out of each customer. Now, each customer is worth way more than just the price of the iPhone that they paid for, because after they solidify and make that purchase of the iPhone or iPad or whatever, they're likely also going to pay for one or more of Apple's many subscription services right now. If you're an Apple customer and you already bought the house, the iPhone, Apple is also now convincing you to rent all of the furniture inside the house. Whether you see it or not, software has always been more important than hardware. And it has never been more true than right now. If you're paying attention, there's actually a lot to learn. It is all happening right in front of us. This is Apple after the iPhone. This is why specs don't matter ever. And I know, there's probably a lot of you right now that just don't like what I'm saying. That's cool. And this will probably be another one of those episodes where a ton of people just run down in the comment section to dismiss me, calling me an Apple sheep. That's fine too. You can ignore how the market actually works all you want. I mean, yes, the nerds will laugh at this phone. We'll look at it. will be like, that's depressing or whatever YouTube title you want to use for this. But I really, really encourage you to see that most of the opinions that you might see in YouTube comment sections or on Reddit are literally the exact opposite of how the mass market really works. You might be one of those people that hates the term average consumer. But just because you hate it doesn't mean they aren't real. Understanding specs and understanding tech is one thing, but understanding the people that buy it and why they buy it is even more valuable. See you tomorrow.